Section 8 of A Guide to Modern Cookery Part 1 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Joanne Roshan Chapter 6 The Court Bullions and the Marinades 163. Court Bouillon with Vinegar. Quantities required for 5 quarts. 5 quarts of water, 3 quarters pounds of carrots, 1 half pint of vinegar, 1 pound of onions, 2 ounces of gray salt, a little thyme and bay, 1 half ounce of peppercorn, 2 ounces of parsley stalks. Preparation. Put into a saucepan the water, salt, and vinegar, the minced carrots and onions, and the parsley, thyme, and bay gathered into a bunch. Boil, allow to simmer for one hour, rub through tammy, and put aside until wanted. Remarks. Put the peppercorns into the court bouillon only twelve minutes before straining the latter. If the pepper were in for too long a time, it would give a bitterness to the preparation. This rule applies to the formula that follow, in which the use of peppercorns is also required. This court bouillon is principally used for cooking trout and salmon, as well as for various shellfish. 164. Court bouillon with white wine. Quantities required for two quarts. One quart of white wine, one large faggot, one quart of water, one half ounce of gray salt, three ounces of minced onions, a few peppercorns. Preparation. This is the same as for the quart bouillon with vinegar, except that it's boiled for half an hour and is strained through tammy. Remarks. If the court bouillon has to be reduced, the quantity of salt should be proportionately less. This preparation is principally used for poaching fresh water fish. 165. Court bouillon with red wine. Use the same quantities as for court bouillon with white wine, taking care. 1. To replace white wine by excellent red wine. 2. To add 4 ounces of minced carrots. 3. To apportion the wine and water in the ratio of two-thirds to one-third. Preparation. The same as that of the former, with the same time for boiling. Remarks. If the court bouillon is to be reduced, the salt should be less accordingly. When the court bouillon with red wine is to constitute an aspic stock, fish fumet, with enough gelatin, takes the place of the water. The use of court bouillon with red wine are similar to those of the white wine kind. 166. Plain court bouillon. The quantity of the court bouillon is determined by the size of the piece which it is to cover. It is composed of cold salt water, 
the salt amounting to a little less than one half ounce per quart of water one quarter pint of milk per quart of water and one thin slice of peeled lemon in the same proportion the fish is immersed while the liqueur is cold the latter is very slowly brought to the boil and as soon as this is reached the receptacle is moved to the side of the fire where the cooking of the fish is completed this court bouillon which is used with larger pieces of turbot and brill is never prepared beforehand one sixty seven special court bouillon or blanc this preparation is a genuine court bouillon though it's not used in cooking fish the quantities required for five quarts of this court bouillon are a little less than two ounces of flour the juice of three lemons or one-eighth pint of good vinegar one and a half ounces of grey salt five quarts of cold water gradually mix the flour and the water add the salt and the lemon juice and pass through a strainer set to boil and stir the mixture the while in order to prevent the flour from precipitating as soon as the boil is reached immerse the objects to be treated these are usually calves head or foot previously blanched sheep's trotters cocks kidneys or combs or such vegetables as salsify cardoon etc remarks upon the use of court bouillon one court bouillon must always be prepared in advance for all fish the time for poaching which is less than half an hour except turbots and brills two when a fish is of such a size as to need more than half an hour's poaching proceed as follows place under the drainer of the fish kettle the minced carrots and onions and the faggot put the fish on the drainer and cover it with water and vinegar or white wine in accordance with the kind of court bouillon wanted and the quantity required add the salt boil and keep the court bouillon gently simmering for a period of time fixed by the weight of the fish the time allowed for poaching the latter will be given in their respective formula three fish when whole should be immersed in cold court bouillon when sliced in the same liqueur boiling the exception to this rule are small trout a bleu and shellfish four if fish be cooked in short liqueur the aromatics are put under the drainer and the liquid elements of the selected court bouillons as for example that with red or white wine are so calculated as to cover only one-third of the solid body fish cooked in this way should be frequently basted five court bouillon for ordinary and spiny lobsters should always be at full boiling pitch when these are immersed the case is the same for small or medium fish a bleu six fish which is to be served cold also shellfish 
should be cooled in the court bouillon itself. The cooking period is consequently curtailed. Marinades and Brines Marinades play but a small part in English cookery, venison, or other ground game, being generally preferred fresh. However, in the event of its being necessary to resort to these methods of preparation, I shall give two formula for venison and two for mutton. The use of the marinade for venison is very much debated. Certainly, it is often desirable that the fiber of those meats that come from old specimens of the deer and boar species be softened, but there is no doubt that what the meat gains in tenderness it loses in flavor. On the whole, therefore, it would be best to use only those joints which come from young beasts. In the case of the latter, the marinade may well be dispensed with. It would add nothing to the savor of a haunch of venison, such as may be got in England, while it would be equally ineffectual in the case of the roebuck or hare. A summary treatment of these two with raw marinade may well be adopted as also for deer. Court bouillons and marinades. 67. As for cooked marinade, its real and only use lies in the fact that during stormy summer weather it enables one to pre-serve meat, which would otherwise have to be wasted. It may, moreover, be used for braised venison, but this treatment of game is very uncommon nowadays. 168. Cooked Marinade for Venison Quantities required for five quarts. One half pound of minced carrots. One faggot, including one ounce of parsley stalks. One half pound of minced onions. Two sprigs of rosemary. As much thyme and two bay leaves, two ounces of minced shallots, and one crushed garlic clove. Preparation. Heat one half pint of oil in a stewpan. Add the carrots and onions and fry them while stirring frequently. When they begin to brown, add the shallots, the garlic, and the faggot, then one pint of vinegar, two bottles of white wine, and three quarts of water. Cook this marinade for twenty minutes, and add a further two ounces of salt, one half ounce of peppercorns, and four ounces of brown sugar. Ten minutes afterwards, pass it through a strainer, and let it cool before inserting the meats. N.B. In summer, the marinade very often decomposes, because of the blood contained by the meat under treatment in it. The only means of averting this is to boil the marinade every two or three days at least. 169. Raw Marinade for Butcher's Meat or Venison This marinade is prepared immediately before using. The meat to be treated is first salted and peppered on all sides. Then it's put in a receptacle just large enough to hold it, and laid therein on a litter of aromatics, including minced carrots and onions, 
a few chopped shallots, parsley stalks, thyme, and bay, in proportion to the rest. Now, sprinkle the meat copiously with oil, and half as much vinegar. Cover the dish with oil paper, and put it somewhere in the cool. Remember to turn the meat over three or four times a day, covering it each time with a layer of vegetables. This marinade is very active, and is admirably suited to all butcher's meat and venison, provided these be not allowed to remain in it for too long a time. It's very difficult to say how long the meat must stay in these marinades. The time varies according to the size and quality of the joints, and the taste of the consumer, etc., all that can be said is that three hours should be sufficient to marinate a cutlet or a scallop of roebuck, F2, and that for big joints such as saddle or leg, the time should not exceed four days. 170. Marinade for mutton, roebuck style. This is exactly the same as cooked marinade number 168. There need only be added one ounce of juniper berries, a few sprigs of rosemary, wild thyme and basil, two extra garlic cloves, and one quart less of water. 171. Marinade with red wine for mutton. By substituting red wine for white in the preceding formula, the quantity of the liquid equaling that of water, and by slightly increasing the quantity of aromatics, an excellent marinade for mutton is obtained, which in summer enables one to preserve meat otherwise perishable for some days. 172. Brine quantities required for 50 quarts, 56 pounds of grey salt, 6 pounds of saltpetre, 50 quarts of water, three and one-half pounds of brown sugar. Mode of procedure. Put the salt and the water in a tinned copper pan and put it on an open fire. When the water boils, throw in a peeled potato, and if the latter float, add water until it begins to sink. If, on the contrary, the potato should sink immediately, reduce the liquid until it is able to boil the tuber up. At this stage the sugar and saltpetre are added. Let them dissolve, and the brine is removed from the fire and allowed to cool. It is then poured into the receptacle intended for it, which must be either of slate, stone, cement, or well-jointed tiles. It is well to place in the bottom of this reservoir a wooden lattice, whereon the meats to be salted may be laid. For were the immersed objects to lie directly on the bottom of the receptacle, the under parts would be entirely shielded from the brine. If the meats to be salted are of an appreciable size, they should be inoculated with brine by means of a special syringe. Without this measure, it would be impossible to salt regularly, as the sides 
would already be oversaturated before the center had been properly reached. Eight days should be allowed for salting a piece of beef, or what size soever, above eight or ten pounds. Since the process of inoculation equalizes the salting, ox tongue intended for salting, besides having to be as court bouillons and marinades 69, fresh as possible, must be trimmed of almost all the cartilage of the throat and carefully beaten, either with a beater or roller. Then it must be pricked on all sides with a string needle and immersed in the liquid, where it should be slightly weighted by some means or other in order to prevent its rising to the surface. A medium-sized tongue would need about seven days' immersion in the brine. Although brine does not turn as easily as the cooked marinades, it would be well, especially in stormy weather, to watch it and occasionally boil it. But, as the process of boiling invariably concentrates the brine, a little water should be added to it every time it is so treated, and the test of the potato, described above, should always be resorted to. End of section 8